just make it clap. Just make it clap. Hey, yo, we about to take everybody from every street and throw a party in the Grand Canyon. Come on. Oh man, Joe. Make them clap. What do we say at the meeting this week? I thought we were going to wait till like the 10 minute mark to first. We make it a clap, Joe. Uh, oh. And then I guess that omits the cursing rule. We got to make it clap. Oh man, folks, welcome to the. Does shit make it clap? No. <laughs> if it did, everyone would be able to make it clap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, folks, welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. Bring in one of those other ones, the funniness, the fun, the folly known as the Dot Comedy Podcast. Live from the basement in Beltsville. Mostly folly. Mostly folly? Like 73% folly. <laughs> And I'm joined each week in the Die Comedy Basement by Joey LaFaro. What's going on, people? folks? And Intern Blue. <laughs> I did, I did you that. may not have heard Blue because he doesn't know how to properly use a microphone. I did, he's holding his mic like he's a, a 1990s rapper. Except that these mics aren't designed to work that way. Not at all. Not even close. What's going on, everybody? Uh, there you go, it's Blue. Better-ish. Oh, man, folks, and we are back again. Bring another one of those other ones. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Okay, over there. Is this because Ben had that mic in his mouth last week? Yeah, yeah. Blue didn't want that in his mouth. You're going to have to make sweet love to that microphone at some point. got to put your mouth on it, Blue. Damn near in your mouth. Open uh-huh. up wide. You've done it yeah, before. This week is Thanksgiving week, and we here at the Die Comedy family are thankful. Thankful for all of our wonderful listeners who celebrate our achievements, our fun, and all the thrills we put on each week on www.comedy.us. And on, uh, what else are we on? Stitcher. <laughs> SoundCloud, SoundCloud and TuneIn Radio. TuneIn Radio, soon to be iTunes. Hopefully iTunes we've, soon. We've been saying soon to be iTunes for the last five months. Yeah. Did you dig up Steve Jobs yet? <laughs> yes, and I beat him senseless and Jeez. still no answer. Jesus Christ, man. You must not have given him a proper beating. That's that a horribly long time to be waiting for approval from iTunes. But maybe, hey. Maybe you should have given him a hand job instead. <laughs> Dead hand jobs. Is that what this week is? Oh yeah, man! Stick don't, don't stick don't work. Use the carrot. <laughs> 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 oh man! But guess what, folks? It is that it is Thanksgiving week. So we so we want to do something a little different this week. We wanted to go around the room and ask each member of the Dot Comedy family who is present this week, what are we thankful for? Blue, blue, what are you thankful for in this Thanksgiving? I'm thankful for you know good family, good friends. Uh, that's pretty much it, you know. Family, friends, and good health. That's a, that's beautiful, Blue. You you are you you can always put a cherry on top of a shit Sunday. Thank you, sir. Because you are a great guy. Thank you, Joey. What are you thankful for? Hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for hate because it gives me something to fuel my fire every day. Okay. Anything else you're thankful for? Um. Chicken wings. 
Chicken wings? Chicken wings make you happy. Buffalo wings. Okay. All right. Hey, and, and DJ Marcus is thankful for another exciting year in the books. I um, started this year off kind of rough. It was a it was a long year. I uh, I wasn't working at the time. Um, I did get a an opportunity to come on board with Walmart. Um, they had they have they have blessed me enough to afford the DJ equipment because guess coming in 2016, DJ Marcus. <laughs> we'll be at your local neighborhood barbecue joint, spinning records every weekend. Uh, I think I'm at Urban Barbecue starting in 2016 in February 2016, and the first Saturday of every other month in at Urban Barbecue in Potomac. Come out and see me because I'm out there. I'm gonna be okay. there. gonna be there, man. It's gonna be great. And I'm gonna have fun. You don't need a cr- I bought you a mixing table last Christmas. That was <laughs> That was that was before that was before DJ Marcus took off. He was he was sitting in the house. Walmart hadn't called him back yet. He was waiting for things to come through. And then now you know what he I'm also thankful for a few other things, Joe. You know what else I'm thankful for, Joe? What's that? I'm thankful for Jesse Rivas, Candace August, <laughs> and hey, all, all the all the people that aren't here today. And BJ Butler. You know why I'm thankful for them? I'm thankful for them because at the end of the day, they are the dot comedy family in in collusion with DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, and Intern Blue, where we every week bring you a bomb ass show at Union Jackson, but that's not a, not Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben's a tricky subject. Me and <laughs> me and Uncle Ben don't see eye to eye most of the time. We're like those two old uncles that's at the a family. Lie. <laughs> you guys get in a fight at the strip club the other day. Me, me and Uncle Ben had. We, it's like those two uncles you get. You always got two uncles in the family that just don't get along with each other all the time, but you know they're brothers because they do all the same shit. So me and Uncle Ben do the same shit all the time. We don't do it together because at the end of the day that'd just be weird. But we do. We like and enjoy the same things in life. But I don't like him. He's little. He's a little guy. So is Blue the girl next door that is trying to? No, Blue would be. Because um, he doesn't get along with them. Blue would be that little cousin that runs up at the family reunion and kicks the uncle in the shin and then runs off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Blue. That's a, is if, if we're looking at the dot comedy family as the black family Me. reunion it is, that would be Blue. You would be that strong cousin that sits in the side. And talk shit about everybody as they walk in the family. And oh, oh, you you brought you bought the mashed potatoes this year. Oh, oh, you that motherfucker. That's <laughs> Joey. That's Joey. Um, Candace would be the cousin that comes to Thanksgiving dinner, and everyone really wants to know who the fuck is related to her. So at the end of the night, if anything goes sideways, we all know. Hey, how many degrees is she married in? Is she married in? <laughs> Yeah, because she can't be blood relative. You be blood. <laughs> she ain't my blood. Ain't my problem. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Jesse would be your mom's new boyfriend that comes to the family <laughs> family barbecue, and you look at him and you go, "I really don't want that motherfucker here. I need him to leave." <laughs> <laughs> and Just holding out hope in the back yeah. of your mind. And BJ. And then you try to get him drunk so he'll fuck up. Yeah. That, that's about it. I like, just laugh I like your that. ass off when mom gets mad. <laughs> uh, and BJ is hitting close be, to home. We need to change subjects. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. BJ would be 
that other uncle that lives at your grandma's house who is at every family function. He's always wearing a suit at the family function. That's because grandma told him, put on your best suit, family coming over. And he still he still acts like he's four, he's like 14 because he runs down the stairs all happy to see everybody. But you all know he's just a sad, sad human being. And he always eats the last of the, uh, the uh, sweet potato pie. That's what, that's what BJ is in our in the dot comedy family Thanksgiving. Oh man, but th- but you know some people celebrated Thanksgiving really weirdly this year, Joey. Oh yeah, there are a few. They, 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 these PETA people. I don't believe in the unethical treatment of animals, but I would not go so far as what these PETA jackasses are doing this year. What are they doing? So they decided to to set up a little uh little stand as it were uh where this one this one was on east pratt and south calvert streets in baltimore maryland where they put a sign up and the sign reads put yourself in their place go vegan this thanksgiving PETA." now the reason i'm not i'm not offended by the sign i'm not offended by the message i'm offended by the naked white guy who is laid up next to the turkeys holding his body as if he is a turkey splayed for Thanksgiving dinner. First and foremost, he still has a head. That, that makes him, that loses his credibility as far as being a part he of turkey. He still has a head and a butthole and <laughs> and, and shins. Like, yeah. the, if you look at the turkey, they're, they're, they're missing their knees. and Yeah. They don't have feet. And, feet and it looks like a tongue head. is coming out of their butthole. I don't understand that piece. Yeah, it looks like a frog. <laughs> Was the originally intended sculpture? Looks like those those, those turkeys are going weather. They look like heads from giant frog monsters <laughs> that were painted beige. Yeah, it's it's a weird little thing they did, and I'm like, I'm, I I, I have I have vegetarian and vegan roommates, and I asked them, "What do you eat for Thanksgiving?" And you know what they named to me, Joey? That's what you asked them. That's what I asked them. I would have asked them, "How do you feel being wrong every day?" <laughs> But I asked him point blank, what do you eat for Thanksgiving? And, and my roommates looked at me and they said, um, well, we have stuffing, uh, mac and cheese. Nope, you're already wrong. Stuffing isn't stuffing unless it's inside of it's something. It's not stuffing. It's not stuffing. It has to be stuffed. It's not stuffing unless it's stuffed in a turkey's ass. It's not stuffing. It's dressing. It's dressing. Uh, well, no, it's still not dressing. It's not. It's nothing. It's bread. They should say I eat bread. It's bread pudding. <laughs> Pretty yeah, basically. It's a, yeah, you're right. That's basically what pudding. it is. And I, w- I looked at him. I went, okay, so you eat all the sides. So what do you have that's the sustenance part of it? And like, well, my grandma makes me a pizza for me. And I went, she makes what? you a pizza for Thanksgiving? And I, and, I, and, I, and and something came up on Thanksgiving for me that ca- that made it a little weird. I mean, I'm an Italian family. We yeah. don't have pizza on Thanksgiving. Well, I did this year. But that's <laughs> it was a little weird. Like, my that's because Grandma was. Grandma gave him a potluck from her refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> grandma was trying to empty out some things. <laughs> it was just too. Oh weird. my goodness! My, my dad's girlfriend did a lasagna as a side dish, so uh, we had turkey as well, the main course. We always have lasagna at my, and usually my mom cooks. So when, when I have a proper Thanksgiving dinner, there's always a pasta dish of some kind in my household. Of course there is. There's pasta at every meal at your Italian Not household. Every meal. You know what your you know what your Italian household needs? Need more black people because fried chicken is on the menu at every black Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, Auburn Day, 
Saturday afternoon. So is this an addition to the turkey or? It ain't no turkeys. We no don't turkey. do turkeys. You just we don't do fried chickens. Yeah, we we'll put we'll pull a turkey out to deep fry it, and that's about as much as we do with a turkey. And then that dried up ass piece of meat just sits on the plate until the end of the night. I have not eaten a turkey at any mm. family member's house in the entirety time I've lived. Deep fried turkey. Deep fried turkey. It's always good. Oh good man, stuff. yeah, that's good stuff, man. It was a good Thanksgiving. You know, I had fun. I spent the day with some friends, some family, all loved ones. I love them all, and I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed sitting. I did a two a day. I had to get ready for football season. Oh, that's right. You uh, you went and you did the the uh, general musclehead. Uh, was it <laughs> musclehead Thanksgiving where you went to the gym <laughs> Thanksgiving yeah. day? Um, yep. And Twice. all gyms are closed. Yeah, you went to two gyms. <laughs> you found two gyms. I went to an indoor gym and an outdoor gym. Jeez, you went to a gymboree. I ran hills. Jesus Christ, Joey. Like it was a, a high school football practice. I need you. I need you to get your life together because that just sounds horrible to me. I, I was I was a boy becoming a man. What's wrong with that? Sounds like something you should do on a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I t- like, what you should do on a holiday. My Thanksgiving was a coming coming of age tale. Much like I told you and the person you went with on Thanksgiving to go exercise, Thanksgiving is a fat man's holiday. We leave it as such. Let me be fat today. I'll lose weight on Tuesday. That's, a, that's how Thanksgiving goes in my book. And it should go with everybody in the Dot Comedy family's book because we had a blast. I mean, we, we, me and Joey hung out some that night. Um, yes, we did. Family. I spent the whole day with family. Family. Family is the that's the biggest thing that day is to spend time with your family, talking shit about your grandfather, talking shit, <laughs> talking shit about all the senile members of your family that don't really like you, but then they pretend the whole time. It's always know. a fun game trying to explain to your senile family members what, what about what they said, why it was racist. <laughs> that's always interesting. Because like, they're not going to remember why. Grandma, you can't say that. Why can't I? Uh, it was racist, Grandma. <laughs> Well, I just said that they need to stop having so many babies. <laughs> Who's the they? <laughs> you can't keep doing that. That's not it's not it's 2015, not 1960. You can't keep doing that shit, Grandma. Oh man, but Thanksgiving's over, so we're gonna we're gonna ease on into Christmas and on through the New Year. So that comedy team is gonna take a quick break. Well, we'll be back. Dot Comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics, showcases, and the infamous roast, roast battles. battles. Featuring some of the DMV's funniest comments. Visit us on the web at dotcomedy.us. Meet the crew. Check out showtimes and locations. Or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. Dot Comedy. www.dotcomedy.us. Oh man, Joey! It's your favorite song. It's back it on is. the radio once again. Uh, Janelle and I've been stuck in my head for <laughs> the last couple weeks. That's a great song. I love it. And welcome back to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host DJ Marcus, joined live in the basement of Beltsville by my boy Joey Lafaro. Right here, baby. And also intern Blue. Blue stepped out to go to the bathroom, <laughs> so we're gonna venture on without him for this segment. Uh, but this segment, we have a very, very, very special guest in the Dot Comedy Studios on the Pizza Hut Papa John's hotline. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a Walmart hotline. That's not the Walmart hotline. They didn't pay me enough. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Paris Chasse is on the phone with us today. Paris, say hello to the people. 
Hey, people. How's everyone doing? Happy holidays. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on to the Dot Comedy Podcast. Uh, we, we We wanted to just have a sit-down conversation with Miss Paris to see what's going on in her world. The comedy scene may not know Paris. The world that Dot Comedy encompasses may not know Paris as well as we do. Because we've seen, I've seen her at a few of our shows. Joey has talked with her at a few of our shows as well, and in a few other areas in the uh, in the comedy scene here in D.C., Maryland, Virginia. We just wanted to sit down and have a conversation with her. So, Paris, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. Well, I'm doing better now. I know later on we'll get more into the interview of the incident that took place two months ago, a month and a half ago. But I'm doing pretty well now. I just shot my first special. Oh, really? oh, awesome. Week, November 18th, the Sasha Experience. If you missed it, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> well, you said you shot it. Where is it Where is it going to be released? Where can we see it? It's going to be released maybe January. It's oh. going to be in DVD form. So I'll have that out okay. next year sometime. Okay. Is there a website where someone can get it? or Not yet. Okay. But okay. the website will drop January 1st, and then that'll have the link for the pre-order. And then that'll have the link for the upcoming show dates and things like that. Okay, well, keep us in the loop because we'll throw a link for you up on the dot comedy website. Most definitely will. Definitely. And we'll definitely promote it on the podcast and at our shows on Wednesday night at Union Jacks as well as Zebra Bar. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Zebra Bar in uh, on 14th Street in DC. Now, speaking of Union Jacks, uh, I believe are you going to be part of our Community Year competition this this week? I am. Isn't it December fourth? Oh no, we got it's December second <laughs> and third. Yeah. So uh, oh, the third, the third is which one is the Zeba? Zeba Bar is the third. That's the Thursday. That's Wednesday. Thursday. The Wednesday's at Union Jacks. Yeah. That's the second. Okay, it's a Thursday. Okay, yeah, I'll be at the show on Thursday. Okay, okay. Thursday night show. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, come on out and see Miss Paris do her thing, man. She's very funny, and everyone will enjoy it. You know, if Paris wins, she's gonna have two specials taped. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, okay, we're shooting the one on Thursday. Well, no. well, the top prize. Um, I don't know if you saw the one we did with uh, uh, Frankie French, but uh, a few weeks ago. But we we do tapings. So the prize, the top prize, if you win the competition, is is another ta- is a taping. So. <laughs> okay, so this might be part two. Yeah, it might oh, yeah. be part two. Exactly. Definitely. So. Okay. Okay. All right, but yeah, so let's get into what you're, you. How long have you been doing comedy, Paris? It hit four years this October. Oh wow, four years in it. What what made you get started in it? Um, I was always the class clown. <laughs> okay. And I got kicked out of public high schools, and they put me in special ed for four years. Oh jeez. So I was like, I have to tell somebody this story. Like I can't just live knowing that I was in special ed, and I'm not retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. I, yeah, I was I'm like. Not <laughs> I mean, I, I could, I've seen you on stage numerous times, and that like the fact that you even said that to me, I was I blew my mind. I'm yeah, like, definitely. I mean, I've, I know those kids, and that was the, <laughs> like right. It's like no, I'm not one of those kids. I was just different. Right. Mm-hmm. Put me around those kids, and I had to adapt. Yeah. It was yeah. weird. Oh, okay. I mean, oddly enough, we have comics who have been in those classes that have been on our stage, and you can tell <laughs> the difference. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're different. Definitely <laughs> different. But, but I started out. Um, I started out wanting to be an actress because I was scared of talking in front of people. Like I never wanted to talk in front of people ever. I felt many presentations in front of the class because I just would not go up and perform. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So it wasn't until I left college two years later and I came home and I signed up for seven open mics in two weeks and I went to the first one and I was so scared I hid in the bathroom when they called my name. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you yeah, signed up for seven your, like, your first week? Your first week yeah. you signed up for seven open mics. I was like, if I'm going to do it, I have to do it. Like, I have to go in. I can't just do it half the time. Oh wow! Wow, that's that's I'm 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 just in awe. <laughs> that's like that's yeah. like that that should have been me because like I'm usually a go big or go home type person. So, <laughs> but that's not how I did. I tiptoed in. So, <laughs> like, you, you, you like raise the standard. I like oh man, that that is that is that is the way to do it. I, I'm, I'm that's impressive. That's, that's honestly, especially yeah. having well, I, a fear of speaking like that. Yeah. I had to do black rooms and do white rooms. I was like, I could be funny to black people. That's my life. Yeah. yeah. But am I funny to the other people? Yeah. But once I realized that I merged them together, and when I finally did come out the bathroom and go on stage, it was all white crowd. Oh, wow. Wow. Did you? Um, and I was really supposed to only do five minutes, but I ended up doing like 12 minutes. Oh, wow. Stop laughter. Oh, nice. Wow. That's when I knew it was it. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, I mean, you got something special you there. You de- definitely have something special when you, when you can do that your first time out, out of the bathroom. <laughs> if, they don't let, if they don't yank you on sta- off stage after 10 minutes, <laughs> then you must be doing something right. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Right, right, definitely. I, I was sweating the whole time, but nobody could see it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But as long as I heard the laughter, I just stayed up there. Just kept going. Oh, man, that was great, dude. Uh, so what are you, some? who are some of your influences in comedy? Uh, Bernie Mac, definitely. Okay. The Moore is my favorite comedian ever. Okay. Um, growing up, I liked Jim Carrey. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could Marlon see Marlon Wayne. Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, Martin, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> Martin, of course. And, um, actually, Drew Carey was a favorite of mine as a child as well. Okay. Wow. Wow, that's it's a- weird if people don't understand, but that's how like my style merges from so many different angles. Uh huh. Because I like so many different people. Okay. And I just take it all and then mix it with my own style. I- I'm totally with you on that. I think that's yeah. something that like a lot of com- you know a lot of comics don't do that. They they, they try to like be. Like the next so and so, but it, right, it, it, right. like it's refreshing to kind of like say, okay, I'm gonna pick a little bit. I like what this guy did. I like what this, you know, this person did, mm-hmm. regardless of gender, and just kind of like pick out the stuff that like you that fits you. Yeah, right. Definitely. Oh man. So, so are you from the DC area? Because I I, I kind of thought you I were. Am. So I was okay. born in Washington DC, and I moved to Montgomery County. Okay. In middle school, and I've been in Montgomery County for the spring every. Okay. 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 Definitely. So, I mean, you probably should have met each other at some point. I've, that's yeah, that's the same. That's the same path I took out of D.C. into Montgomery County. Kind of weird that we didn't meet running to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't met either. I was a PG the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was yeah. a PG for two years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So, so there there was an incident that happened to you a couple weeks ago. We wanted to just talk about it. And uh, what what exactly occurred? Because we we heard about it. We um, the story came out on Facebook to all of your Facebook friends and to the dot comedy family as well. And we were just wondering what what exactly happened that night. I can't remember the exact date, but I was leaving a club in Washington D.C. And upon me leaving the club, a guy tried to talk to me inside of the club. 
just regular how it happens on a daily basis with women. But I turned them down in the club, and I thought that was it. Mm, okay. So when I went to leave the club, walking to the car, he pushed me off the sidewalk from the back. Like, he shoved me, like two hands, shoved me from the back. And I flew forward oh, and smacked geez. the concrete. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So I broke my nose. I had a concussion. That's why I have, like, hard time with my memory right now. Ooh. I had a concussion. Um, I broke my front two teeth. And I had scars and bruises, a swollen lip, and a couple knots in my head. Oh, jeez. Wow. Wow, man. Yeah, so. Man, that's that's a horrible situation. Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we we're in a we're in a world now where where that's just completely unacceptable. Unacceptable for that to happen, but it's it's a matter of not never hearing never hearing the stories. Now, was this a comedy show or was this like a regular club club? This was I went to a comedy show beforehand, but then I went to a regular club. Okay. Okay. Afterwards, so okay. I performed and then I went to the club okay. afterwards, like later on in the night. Okay. So this happened maybe like. Two, three in the morning. Oh, okay. Now, did you have anybody with you at the time? I did. I had my sister with me, but the way that the guys were walking behind us, so mm-hmm. the guy had on sunglasses. Oh, jeez. So I never got to see what he looked like. Okay. Mm-hmm. So walking from the back, he was with two other friends. We were walking forward to the car. One of his friends shoved my sister, but she fell on top of a car. Oh, so She didn't get injured. It's because I had heels on and I flew forward. Mm-hmm. Like off oh, of the okay. sidewalk and literally smacked the concrete like dead on. Okay. Okay. Now the the tremendous part of this story to me was and correct me if I'm wrong, now you had this happened what earlier in the week? This happened on the seventeenth, I believe that was a Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So happened early in the week. Now you had a a show at the D C improv that Thursday night if I'm not if I'm correct. And not only did you, then you, you had to go to the hospital for your injuries, correct? I didn't get out of the hospital. So, as a matter of fact, it was Saturday night, like early Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I got out of the hospital Sunday evening, like late on in the evening. But I wasn't supposed to leave the house that whole week. I was on bed rest the whole week. They gave me medicine the whole week. I wasn't supposed to go in. Now, did you perform on Thursday? I did perform. But the thing <laughs> is, <laughs> I, I had to perform, but the thing is, I didn't know I had a concussion. When I went to the doctor's that day, they didn't tell me I had a concussion. I had to go back to the hospital the following weekend. Oh, wow. Because okay. of the pain that I still had, and that's when they told me I had a head concussion. Oh, wow. So mm. had I known I had a concussion, I might have not performed. Mm. But I got my teeth fixed that Wednesday, the day before the improv. Okay. And I really didn't even have material to perform. I just went and performed because I knew that's what the people wanted to hear. No, and how, how did it go? Oh, the show was wonderful. It was oh. so much support. Uh, it was actually a packed out show. Oh, wow. Uh, the entire wow. show was packed out. I met a couple of people who said they seen the story on the news. They drove up from Virginia. So the show, it was, it was wonderful. I was happy that I could actually come out, talk to people about it, and actually still make people laugh, even though I was in pain. That that is that is amazing. That is amazing strength. That and is awesome strength. I mean, just just the love, the love of what you do, and being able to will yourself into it. Because having a, con- I've had a concussion, and I've been in, I haven't been in that much pain as far as an incident mm-hmm. of that sort. But 
to be in pain and actually stand on stage yeah. and do what you all do is amazing right. to me. I mean, I I did I hosted a show with the uh, you know at Splash Lounge with the flu, but this is some next level. The show must go on shit like the flu, Joey. You, yeah, she blew, she beat me. She beat me out like by oh, a yeah. while. Yeah, she got you, she got you. I thought I thought I had done something special. Like no, <laughs> no, Joey, like, nothing close. You, you have some more work to do. On I have that some more one. work to do on that oh, one. Oh man, but yeah, the the, the yeah. just the the fortuitiveness to do to go through it and get and just be on stage because i mean that, that, I, we've heard from a lot of comedians especially on the on the podcast when we talk to grayson and we talk to um chris deboy we're where mm -hmm. they they say that being on stage is a little is uh psychotherapy for them sometimes where it, it actually helps them for whatever reason they're up there it takes their right. mind away from it and yeah and, definitely definitely it definitely did that and I felt like because I had told so many people I was performing there and I never performed there, mm -hmm. that the show still should have went on. Definitely. Um, I told everybody, as long as I got my teeth, that I was still performing. <laughs> and I got my teeth. So I was like, okay, I can go out there and do it despite the pain. I just took medicine beforehand. <laughs> yeah. And I just went up. They're pretty quick with those teeth, though, these days. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I. I <laughs> I didn't know though, because I don't. I didn't have insurance. I found out when that happened. Then at the hospital, that my insurance expired. Oh wow! So oh, wow. when I did the GoFundMe, it actually a part of that went to doctor bills, and a part of that went to getting on the payment plan to get the teeth fixed because it was three thousand dollars for two teeth. Oh jeez! Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I've never injured any teeth in my whole entire life, so like I had no idea that existed. No oh, wow! But three grand. I'm thankful that. All of the people who did donate did donate because it definitely went to a cause that helped me to give back to my health. Oh man, are you are you back a hundred percent now? Have you do you have any? Um, I would say maybe eighty five. I still get headaches frequently, okay. mm -hmm. so they gave me medicine to take from time to time. Like they told me to get a lot of rest, drink a lot of water because they said the concussion could take up to anywhere from two weeks. Up to more than twelve months to heal. Oh, that must be a heavy one. How man. hard I hit my head. Yeah. Is more so on the longer side, and the scar is like majority of my scars healed up, but um, there's a scar on my nose and a scar on my lip that still hasn't healed. Oh wow. Oh man, but but anyway. now, I mean, is, is there any lesson that you know you would you would share with anybody out there who might be listening that might you know be, find themselves in a similar situation on? You know, what you think you might might have done, you know, or, you know, is there anything that could have been done differently? Or is it kind of just one of those things where? Uh, honestly, I think it's kind of one of those things that you really can't have control over. Because yeah. it's different if you go back and forth with the guy. Mm -hmm. And make him feel bad, so then he feel like he has to do something to one-up you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's different when you just don't respond, and they still get mad. It's like... Nowadays, women can't win with turning the guy down. Like, you used to could turn the guy down. If you yeah. yeah. Now it's like a question after you turn him down. It's like, it's no satisfying them if you're not saying what you want to hear. Yeah, I just, they want to hear. Yeah, I wasn't trying to suggest anything. I was just saying, like, you know, <laughs> it's like in terms of having an extra friend there or, I mean. Um, I said it happened to me. Someone ordered me some mace and a taser, so. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. I mean, self-protection. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I, and. And and that's that's one thing that we have to make sure that we're getting the word out that it's not, it's not all right to do anything of this sort. I mean, I, 
right. I've been rejected by numerous women in my life. I stay rejected most of the time. Joey has been victim of that himself. <laughs> and you just move on. Wait, it's what? That's right. <laughs> For every rejection that you get, I feel like there's ten more women that might not reject. You. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, women outnumber us. Just keep trying, and leave the ones that don't want you alone. I mean, if you're going to get that sensitive about it where you feel like you got to lay hands on somebody and you don't need to be asking nobody, my attitude. I mean, because, like, now that you did this to me, my question is, can I even talk to you now that I'm injured? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You could be like, like, oh, oh my God, you're you're so strong. uh, (laughs) What what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, it's so weird. and And it's a culture that, that was generated that we need we need to work on as a people to get Definitely. to get better, and it, and in our community is not is is probably one of the big to blame. I mean, I, I don't speak for Joey's community. Joey, do what you, community are you talking about? <laughs> the off white community is yes, that what you're yes, referring the to? The off white community, because because I mean, catcalling is an issue nowadays that we we hear and and it's it's kind of one of those things we laughed at when we we used right. to laugh at a lot more. We just go, oh yeah, she just. She doesn't like the attention. Oh, poor her. But when someone actually does physical harm to someone else, it's mm-hmm. it goes beyond the words that are, that we say out of our mouth each day. And we need mm-hmm. to make sure that we keep that, those things separate because we as a people have to get past this. When I say people, I mean all people. Hey, there's that, that old song, uh, don't feed me no lines and keep your hands to yourself, right? That's What song is that? It's, 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 wait, wait, it's a song? classic rock song. Jeez. It's pretty famous. Hey, you keep calling yourself Google off-white. It. I love how you say yeah, off-white, and then you say the whitest thing I've ever heard you say. It's it's kind of country-ish. I, <laughs> I picked it up at one point. Hey, listen, my, my dad's side of the family's redneck, not <laughs> not the whole family. Just, just your dad's side. <laughs> oh, man, Paris, but it has been a pleasure having you on the Die Comedy Podcast. Anything That's you want to promote coming up? Yeah, what's next for Paris Sachet? Um, you, you guys show. I have a show Tuesday in Baltimore. Uh, a couple more dates, but I do not know off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. I may be opening up for DL at the Comedy Factory in two weeks. That's exciting. Oh, that is exciting. That, 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 that might be big. Two weeks, and that's going to be uh, well, a, f- a Friday, Saturday show? Yeah, the weekend. I'm thinking Thursday to Sunday. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to get out there for that. Definitely have to get out to see that. Oh, uh, man. Again, it was very nice having you on this week's Dot Comedy Podcast, Paris. Uh, folks, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more. Oh, Thank it, you for having me. Oh, yeah. Definitely fun having you there. And hopefully, uh, Intern Blue comes out of the bathroom <laughs> unscathed. He's been in there for a minute. <laughs> but we'll be back with more on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Oh. Oh. 24 hours? I got 24 hours, Joe. 24? 24 hours. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Folks, we are back here in the basement of Beltsville on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. Oh, man, oh, man. We had a blast having a conversation with Miss Paris Sache. And we're going we're gonna to go into a few things that's going on in the dot comedy world. Uh, if my mic stops falling, I'd be able to do this correctly. There we go. 
All right. Yeah, there, there we go. Up, up. Uh, there we go. All right, now we're gonna we're gonna kick into a couple of things. You okay, over there, you live. It's I'm, I'm live. It keeps falling. Oh my goodness, Joey. We got something going on in dot comedy. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I, wait, oh, I do. Yeah, I know that. You, one. you know that one? Yeah. What do you What do you think it is? Uh a present. A present. And like a box. It is. It there is. It is a present of sorts. It's a present it's, for all. It's a holiday smorgasbord of comedy. All of the comedy fans in the DMV, we have a very exciting, exciting, exciting news. Comedian of the year is back. You hear that? Really? Joe? Did you hear that? He's so quiet, I almost missed it. Could I you repeat it? Like, yeah, what was that? Comedian of the year is back. Say, Kerbleedian of the Bleed is back. What? The motherfucking year is back again at the Doc Comedy stages in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Wait, comedian. Are you saying that Backstreet's back? All right. All right. Shit. (laughs) You didn't know? Oh yes, folks. Yes, folks. At our shows at Zebra Bar and Union Jackson Bethesda, starting the week of December third. It's this week. It's this This upcoming week. week. It's the the December second and third is the opening round. At uh, Union Jacks and Zebra Bar, respectively. That's Wednesday and Thursday night at 9 p.m. The official kickoff of the Dot Comedy Comedian of the Year competition. We'll have some of the best comedians, uh, over 40 of the best comedians in the area, are going to fight for approval uh, <laughs> in the in the wild open source round one. Uh, we're kind of doing this... Uh, as an homage to American Idol going out their way uh, with their last season coming up. But we're going to have some judges to help help uh, screen the opening rounds. Okay. And then we'll take votes in the later rounds and throw it to the people. Um, so uh, they'll, they'll make it easier on the audience. They'll get a cream little crop to pick from. Definitely, definitely. From the second, uh, from the second round on. We have a few, a few local stars coming in and uh, being a part of the competition. That'll be the uh, the wonderful judges uh, for this year's competition. Will be Jeremy Hall, Frankie French, and Haywood Turnipseed Jr. Oh my goodness, all, man! All fantastic comics in their own right. Definitely. And we're all we're lucky to have them. They're going to be at both. Uh, you can catch them either Jacks or Zebra or both. Yeah. Oh man, yes, folks, come on out to Union Jackson Zebra Bar yeah. in the D.C. Maryland area. And you will see the comedian of the year. You may see the next comedian to do their one-hour special on Comedy Central. Come right out of Union Jackson's Bar this week, starting on December 2nd. And the judges are the only comics you're going to see at both shows. So come to both, because you'll see a completely different group in the uh, Zeba that you will at Union Jackson this week. Uh, yeah, that's it. That is true. We 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 run. It's is it two, it's two parallel competition. And then the final week will be at Union Jacks League it, of Christmas. It's like the you know the NFL playoffs. You have the AFC, AFC and the NFC, and then they play in the Super Bowl. So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna narrow it down by conference. They have the Zebra <laughs> Conference and the Jacks Conference. All right, man, it's gonna be a blast, dude. We we're gonna have fun. I enjoyed I enjoyed sitting in on the last year's competition where Mr. Alex Starr won Comedian of the Year last year. Um, we we are the dot comedy family. We we take pride in our competitions and we want to have as many people out seeing these great comedians perform as possible 
Yeah, we've about doubled our our initial talent pool from last year. Definitely. With the second room, so this is going to be a uh, one to remember. All right, now, man, things going on in the world. What's oh man, this 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 stuff is getting crazy, Joey. Joey, you live in PG County. You you yes, grown up in this in this the bastion known as PG County. Um, I grew up adjacent to it in <laughs> Montgomery County and in the District of Columbia. Um, where real things happen to real people because PG sucks. But at the <laughs> end of the day, uh, PG County it has some great notable people that have come out of the PG County system and, and made, uh, made their mark on the world, and they don't get thanked very PG often. makes hard babies. <laughs> they grow up to be hard men and women. Yeah. Change the world. Changing the world. Okay, so so here, here's, here's, the, here's what happened so far. Kevin Durant. A PG KD. County native and currently a star on the what, – what team is he on? Memphis? Uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City. Thunder. He's on the Thunder. Say, He's yeah, a Thunder Oklahoma star. City Thunder. Okay, so he is playing for the Thunder. He might be a free agent next year. He's playing for the Thunder, and he might come to the Wizards. You never know. That could be great for no one. terrible. <laughs> I need him to go to the Knicks. Yeah, Help out. God, you Mello. suck. I hate you no. and New York. Everything about you and New York sucks. But that's, that's beside the point, Joey. <laughs> Kevin Durant's new shoe. Is name what's the, what's the name of the shoe? Scroll down. I can get to it name. is the K D K D eight eight PG County to yep. honor his hometown. And much like the fuckery that comes out of PG County normally, they have a problem with this name. Who? Who <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. I've I know people. I grew up in PG County. I can't think of and I'm calling it PG County. I'm from PG County. That's what we call it. Who the fuck is insisting they're upset because they're calling it PG instead of Prince George's? Who calls it Prince George's? No one. The British. No one I know. That's it takes too long to say. A and B. Why are we? Why do we need to say the whole name of the county when it's honoring a dude who has nothing to do with America? <laughs> like literally nothing. Pretty much. He he has everything to do with the taking over of this country uh, by the British. But it's it's the thing is, no one is complaining. The I county should have been renamed when we got independence, but it <laughs> wasn't. That's really the core issue here. The, the issue I have with the whole thing is people are up in arms about the name. They say, oh, man, it should be called the Prince George's County. But you know what I have a problem with? The fact that that shoe costs one hundred and eighty dollars for a fucking pair of shoes. Yeah. Um, Kevin Durant ain't Jesus. <laughs> Jesus had better shoes, moccasins. <laughs> They're gray and orange, which <laughs> which look like two horrible fucking colors. That's a weird. Uh, that's a weird day at the office. Yeah. Yeah. Those are first not of all, they're ugly. Second of all, I don't know they're ugly. They found a way. They look kind of interesting. Oh no, they don't, no. dude. That looks like a Crayola color box. Oh my blew god. Up. It, it's like the early 90s are the bottom of his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I need those in my life. They're like weird cross-color nonsense shoes. My God. But it, at the end of the day, they're shoes. I don't think I've actually ever paid more than $75 for a pair of shoes. I so need to wear those to a hip-hop parade concert. And those are like my, it's like Wait, $75 that's not dollars the, for that's my, the name like of my dress that's not shoes. The name of the song. I've, I've never... Yeah, it is. Naughty by Nature's the band. I have spent the... Grand total sum of one hundred dollars total That's on weird. one pair of shoes. And you know what those shoes were? Timberlands. And you know why yeah. I spent a hundred dollars on a pair of Timberlands? Because that's how much they cost. 
<laughs> and I needed a pair of boots for what job I was doing at that time. One day, these will be at an outlet rack, and I will buy them. And then you'll buy them then. Yes, I will. You want to hear some more notable people who've come out of PG County? Uh, sure. Uh, let's see. Is mm. is is Genuine on that list? Genuine is on that list. Boom. Knew it. Genuine. Uh, Riddick Bowe. Oh, really? Yeah, Riddick Bowe came from the PG County. Boxer. Now, yeah. this is one you're not going to guess. She's an actress, director, and producer. She has a daughter who's also an actress. She's been linked to Kurt Russell. Let's say Goldie Hawn. Yes. Yeah, Goldie, Goldie Hawn's from the Goldie area. Goldie Hawn's from PG County. I thought she was from I thought she was actually from DC, not PG. No, she moved she lived in PG County, moved from Montgomery County to PG County when she was younger. Yeah. Go figure. Martin Lawrence is from PG County. Yes, he is. Uh let's see. Who Sugar Ray Leonard? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> forgot about him. Uh, Isis King. Can't be forget about no Sugar Ray. Know who Isis King is, Blue? The fuck? No, I don't know who Isis. I King think is. Blue sh- Blue should know who Isis King is. Is that the the king of Isis? No, it's <laughs> not the king of Isis. The king of terrorism. Isis King was the first transgendered contestant on America's Next Top Model. Blue, how do you not know this? Because I don't pay attention to America's Top Next Top Model. Uh, but you know who all the transgender people are. No, I don't. Because <laughs> you're gay. No, I'm not gay. <laughs> that's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not? What the no. fuck is that? Wait, all right. No, that, that's Caitlyn Jenner. And <laughs> oh, man, but some interesting and people. That's Caitlyn Jenner versus George Takei. You know who else is? J.C. Chazay. What? J.C. from uh, NSYNC. Really? He's fr- he was born he grew up in Bowie. Really? That's weird. Yeah, that's not. I did insane. not know that. Either. Kathy Lee is from Bowie. Jesus Christ, all these famous white people lived in Bowie. Yeah. The fuck? Ain't this a bitch? All right, well, fuck it. PG County breed stars. <laughs> <laughs> Guess we'll go. That's where we'll go from there. Lamont Jordan. Lamont Jordan. Lamont Jordan from PG County too. Man, Jesus Christ, too many, too many celebrities. I thought it was only Kevin. I mean, he wasn't really a celebrity. He was a, a marginally good running back in the NFL for a <laughs> few years. But you had that badass uh, pantomime cutting down the goalpost with a chainsaw celebration. celebration? That, that was a celebration? Yeah, yeah, Super Bowl uh, touchdown celebration where he pantomimed a chainsaw and cut down the goalpost. Oh, right. That could be interesting to see. Oh, man. But, folks, we're going to get into some more stuff. Speaking of strange bedfellows, Killer Mike. Killer Mike has been a outspoken. An outspoken uh, rapper about public causes, and his name is spelled his 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 uh, government name is first name Killer, last name Mike. Um, he he gets his W two, and it all says Killer Mike on it. And he is endorsing Barry motherfucking Sanders. You mean Bernie? Bernie? <laughs> it was not Barry. I thought I've been saying Barry. Bernie. I've been saying Barry it's for Bernie months. San- Bernie. Yeah. You're, you're going to vote for the wrong president. <laughs> vote for Barry Sanders. <laughs> Be, wasn't he the uh, Lions running back? Yes, he was. That's right. I'm good at sports. <laughs> but Barry, Barry Sanders running for president. <laughs> Bernie Sanders and Killer Mike have been seen doing promotional work where Killer Mike has also spoken on behalf of Barry Sanders and introduced him at rallies and things of that sort. Is that strange to you, Joey, to have rappers – that close to a political candidate that's not a Clinton? Uh, no, I think it's 
more believable because you don't usually see co- political candidates throwing in like. Usually, if they do, it's like really obviously hokey and stupid. Mm-hmm. It's not a real endorsement. It's just like, oh, I'm voting them because I vote Democrat, and there's no way I'm letting the Republican in. But this is, you know, before that process is completed, and this is throwing in with a guy who we've had conversations about, is he electable? Which is stupid because he's he's in the run. He's, a, he's the only other person in the debate conversation with Hillary. Definitely. So he's electable. If he if he wasn't electable, you wouldn't have him be a front runner for the party. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at Ber- at uh, Bernie Sanders, and I'm seeing I'm seeing he's a possible candidate. I am not sure yet if I'd vote for him. He looks like uh, like Doc from Back to the Future, and I don't trust anybody. That looks <laughs> like Doc from Back to the Future. Some does, and he, does. he looks like he looks like he's gonna pull up to the White House and go. We've got to go back. And it's like, whoa, how the hell did you get the time travel machine <laughs> from, from Yo, Back to the Future to go? If he <laughs> can give us a flux capacitor, I am all down for it. You'd be down? Let's the real do problem it. is that n- the, there's one problem that everyone's actually talking, that no one's talking about. Okay, what's that? Um, that, that actually, that Bernie Sanders is Jewish and. We had this before with. Is that um, a problem? Yes. <laughs> Why is that a problem? problem. It is. Bernie Sanders is a Jew. Yeah. Um, because uh, what was the guy's name from Connecticut? When uh, Joe Lieberman, when Joe Lieberman ran for vice president. Joe Lieberman was a dick. That too, but the, it we have this problem in this country where people will not vote for someone who's Jewish. I don't think that's true well, at about, all. About about say fifty years ago. They wouldn't vote for Catholics. They still won't vote for Catholics. They still did, won't they vote we had Catholics. one, and he got assassinated. They, they still they won't vote they for vote for him. <laughs> they voted for him. Yeah. They but voted for him, then the mob one had time. him killed. Yeah, the mob didn't have him killed. Yeah, government had him killed. We're not going down that We're path. Not going down that. You We're don't, don't want to go down that road? No. You don't want to say who you think killed Kennedy? No, because I don't care. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter? Uh, He's true. dead. He's gone now. He was kind of a cool dude. <laughs> His brother probably would have been better, per, better president, but Nine he's gone. And then, yeah, sad to be Kennedy's tragic shit. But, tragic family. But yeah, but that's not relevant here. I, here's the question: You don't think we'll vote for a Jew? Well, I think no. I, don't, I actually, honestly, don't think so. I think I, I honestly don't think collectively that people can. I don't think people care that much about it. I really don't. I think that's nonsense. Um, I, I mean, I can see a Jewish president. I mean, he'd be fiscally responsible. Yeah. We'd mm-hmm. all be off work on Saturdays yeah. until sundown. They'd like everything closed from Friday at sundown until Saturday at sundown. Um, let's see what else. Do they, there's nine thousand federal holidays now because <laughs> in the Jewish calendar they seem to have one every other week. They're like one a month or something <laughs> like that. Is he like a ultra Jew or is he like an uber Jew? He's like he's reform. So he does. He eats pork. I would assume so. <laughs> He doesn't seem like he cares about that that much. You know, I don't think he cares about being Jewish. I think I, no. I don't, I don't think uh, Bernie Sanders cares about being Jewish. I think he so he's not pushing that agenda. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's not. He pu- doesn't he's have not, He's not outwardly Jewish, but <laughs> that he, most people won't even know. He's one of those closeted care. Jews. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's he doesn't. It he comes across he comes across as a uh, 
Here's the point. He comes across more as a New Englander. No yeah, one's gonna. No one's gonna not vote for him on the basis that he's a Jew. Then would have not voted for him anyway because the only people who are not gonna vote for him are Nazis. <laughs> and <laughs> and because of that, on that basis alone, like oh, he's a Jew, I can't vote for him. Then you're a Nazi. And if you're a Nazi, then your political leanings just mean that you wouldn't vote for him Would on a rational anyway. level. Yeah. So. Uh, because he's the opposite of fascism. Like, that's his uh, the extreme, uh, you know, he might be a communist, but he's still the <laughs> opposite of fascism. Um, my question with this this story, though, is, you know, how, how much of an impact do you think Killer Mike is going to have? As from, like, how many people are really like, is that, oh, well, you know, Killer Mike thinks it's a good idea. He, I don't think he'll have that much of an impact. I think he will bring in, he brings a new face to the vote. It's more of an awareness thing, yeah. Because he, because he, he, his community outreach that he does in in Atlanta, where he's from, and in in the in other area, in other cities, it aligns with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I was actually going to say I don't, I didn't understand why this was getting so much press that it was the amount of press that it was, because I didn't know who Killer Mike was. Yeah, so I mean, we, we'll see. We'll see how this turns out if. Bernie will get more of the black vote. That'd be great for him. Uh, he can steal some of those black voters from Hillary because everybody looks at Hillary as if she's the the first lady of uh, of the world. <laughs> and I really have no feelings about Hillary except for she's just an idiot, in my personal opinion. Um, I I would I won't be voting for Hillary. This is dot comedy exclusive. Marcus DJ Marcus on my uh, voter registration card will not be voting for Hillary Clinton. Um, I will be throwing my hat in the ring for these nuts in 2016. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm starting my campaign to make sure that these nuts stay on the ballot because with these nuts, I'm sorry, with these nuts, we can do anything. Joey, are you like in? That. Are you I'm in with these nuts? Yeah, let's do it. Bluey, do, Blue, do you love these nuts? I am down with these nuts. You are down with these nuts. So the world loves these nuts. And so do we here at the Die Comedy Podcast. We're going to take a quick break, folks, and we'll be back with more fun and more thrills right here on the Die Comedy Podcast. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life. I got to make it. This is where it goes down. I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises I live, I learn uh. from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers Ooh-wee. It's hard to get a start in this without paper okay. Homie, I grew up in hell Sounds, sounds like so much fun coming off the, the airwaves when you hear Mr. 50 Cent talking about the Big Rich Town. You know what the Big Rich Town is, Joey? Big Rich Town? Yeah. Houston? No. Biloxi? No. It's a town you love and you want to stay in forever. New York City. Oh, I love New York. Oh, man. Block away from heaven or block away from hell. You can run, go down the street and get stabbed. You can go down the street and get Yankees tickets. Apparently, you can smoke weed on the street in New York. No one gives a shit. Yeah, that's been a, that's been a thing. <laughs> 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 oh man, but folks, we are back here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host DJ Marcus, joined every week here on www.dotcomedy.us by my boy Joey LaFaro. Yo, and intern Blue. What's going on? 
Oh, man, we can get into a little bit of things before we get to everyone's favorite segment, because I know you love it, and I love it, too. It's called Blues News. Coming up a little later, right here on the Dot Comedy Podcast, we're going to talk about something. That, um, You remember Clockboy, Joey? Uh, Yeah. The little, the little uh, Middle Eastern kid who brought the clock to the school, and everybody got a living uproar saying, oh, my God, he's a bu- terrorist, terrorist-like he uh he's bringing bombs in the schools. We don't need that. Bomb, 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 bomb. And it was a clock. You could see it was a clock. It looked like a clock. It quacked like a clock. It rang like a clock, but it was it was not a bomb. Did you see? You remember seeing the bomb? The bomb clock. Uh, I know. I I, it was I recall. Not a bomb. It was definitely a clock. You could see it had a readout on it. But all bombs have readouts on it. If you ever look at the uh, 1940s. Clocks now that the two thousand clocks have a digital one. It, it, <laughs> it was it was clearly missing, um, you know, explosives. C four, yeah, C four. <laughs> yeah, so uh, w- Mr. Richard Dawkins has come out and said some inflammatory shit about Clock Boy, uh, and quote from his this fucking dick from his Twitter account. Um, don't call him Clock Boy since he never made a clock, hoax boy having hoaxed his way into the White House, now wants $15 million in addition. So, the hoax uh, clock boy, <laughs> as we all love him, know and love him, man, has recently asked for an apology from the city that he was arrested in um, and $15 million in addition for pain and suffering since he had to move back to his mansion in, where is he from, Blue? He's not from anywhere. He moved to Cutter. Cutter. Yeah, he moved he back moved, to Cutter. They didn't move back to Cutter. They moved to Cutter because he got a scholarship Was to Cutter or Qatar. Cutter, Qatar, same thing. Say it like you would if you were over there, Blue. Cutter. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's uh, he's asking for fifteen million dollars as a peace offering. I'm guessing so that he does not come back with that clock bomb again and blow some shit up. So. <laughs> Would you give him fifteen million dollars, Blue? No. Joey, would you give him fifteen million dollars? Uh, he moved out of the country. You lose your right to complain. Boom. Go somewhere. It, it America. Love you want to be? Leave it. You want American dollars? Be in America. Be in America. That's how I feel. He that's actually moved to a place that's actually more repressive than the place he was in. Well, it's not an issue of repressive. He's a man. It's, it, it's <laughs> he's not gonna be repressed there anyway. He's gonna be repressed. He's gonna. He's a man who moved to a Muslim country. He'll he's be given be fine. three wives. He's gonna get three wives and th- and forty virgins when he turns that clock into a real bomb in ten years. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's a terrorist, but if it walks like a terrorist, talks like a terrorist, Allah Akbar. <laughs> 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 I'm so bad at you saying Allah Akbar. You horrible, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, I hate it when I'm actually the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it, that he was a bad kid. That he did anything wrong. But at the end of the day, he took a clock to school, and now he wants fifteen million dollars. Fuck this kid. I have kids. I have multiple children in multiple states. I've told people this. I'm, yeah. I'm Johnny Appleseed, Blue. Don't look at me like you're scared. I got kids. I got hoes in different area codes, too. But it, DJ Marcus will tell all his kids when they come to family reunion when I'm 60 years old and I'm dying. I tell them all, don't ever, ever try to blow up your school or take a clock to school that you made at home. 
Because at the end of the day, you 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 get what you get. Because the motherfucker will turn into a terrorist, and no one will know what else to do with his ass. Joey, truthfully, does he? Do, do you do you think? Do you think he's gonna turn into a terrorist if we don't send him a fifteen million dollars? <sighs> do we think? Do you think we're gonna make a terrorist out of him? No, it's. I mean, that's. At best, you'd be funding terrorism. That would be the. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I don't. Richard Dawkins is a fucking dick. I, I don't fucking like that guy. Okay. He says fucking ignorant shit all the time. Like, it's like it's fact because he's a scientist. But it's like, why do you have an opinion about science? This has nothing to do with science. Thank you. He's he's trying to, you know, guess at shit from across the pond. It's like, again, not in America. We don't care about you. <laughs> Go away. Like, that, there's nothing you could say definitively about America is that we don't give a fuck <laughs> if you're not no from fucks here. given in the U.S. of and, A. And the best part of it is, you know what, for once, I'm proud of it. Because <laughs> this is shenanigan and it's nonsense uh, on Dawkins' side for what he brought up. But the kids also now, because of this whole, like, you got to go to the White House. They already, like, basically within hours of the incident, let everyone know what happened was wrong. Yeah. got out of there and he got so much praise and... Admiration for, for being a, a future engineer, and I told all this bullshit. At the end of the day, I would have let I would have sent that kid home with a sorry and a and a slap on the back and said, "Hey, keep making clocks, don't make bombs." He and made, then wonder about his fucking day. He made out like gangbusters already. So fifteen million from a school district that has no money. Thank you. Is asinine. Now if they're suing the police, then well, fuck the popo. So hey, hey, ho, 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 ho. You can say what you want to on the Dot Comedy Podcast about terrorists, Muslims, Jews, Asians. Fight the power market. Hispanics. Fight it with me. But I draw the line when you talk about those. Like, fuck it with you. I can give a fuck less. Fuck the police coming straight out of Compton. <laughs> Motherfucker, I watched the movie. Fuck the police. I'm just fucking with the world. I love police. I love people. People are great. Joey. Mark is trying you, to get pulled over. I'm trying to fuck not to get pulled over. I'm trying to get back to Baltimore safely. <laughs> oh, man, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with wor- the world's favorite segment, yours, mine, and that. Oh, wait, we have one more. We got one more? What What? What have we got? Oh, there's a little matter of something that happened. Uh, Biloxi. Biloxi. Oh, never mind. No. No, you're right. No, we didn't want that. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ, Joey! You fuck with you fuck up my train. I want <laughs> I want Benadryl and did we did we we deleted that. We said no. We said we'd do that at some other point. I had Jesus Christ, and it was fun. There's a peek behind the curtain, folks. The dot comedy production meeting went horribly wrong, but we'll be back in a minute on the. It went well. I just forgot that it happened. Dot comedy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Penthouse suite, penthouse freaks, in-house beach, French count seats, 10,000 
Look what an option to buy. Oh, man, oh, man. Folks, and welcome back to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, joined, as always, in the studio in the basement in Beltsville by my boys Joey LaFaro and intern Blue. Hi. Oh, man, oh, man. We've come to everyone's favorite segment on the Dot Comedy Podcast. We got a couple emails this week, Joey. You, you, did you read them? No, I didn't. You didn't get a chance to get into the Dot Comedy email? I was uh, dealing with some other shenanigans. <laughs> dot Comedy, or podcast, Dot Comedy 2 at gmail.com, where you can reach out to Dot Comedy and tell us all your feelings about what's going on in your world. And I got I got a couple from uh, Blue's favorite fan in Southeast D.C., Shaniqua. She said, oh, my God, you need to give me give me Blue regular number because Blue keep giving me all these fake numbers, and he don't want to ask them my call when I call him. That was great. It was written with an accent. <laughs> it was. That's great because, you know, we use uh, – Use uh, what's it called? Uh, Skype for our email, so we get all video emails back. But blue, the people love you, blue. Do you know that the people love you? Oh, uh, no, I didn't know this. Cause you got another email from your from your Indian friend. Oh, from really? Your, from the reservation. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out which Indian you were talking about. He, he stated. Are we, are we talking dot dot? Are we talking like tomahawks? Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk himself has sent you an e- another email. Right other Indian is on a reservation. Yes. A reservation Indian. He stated, ha, heap em, ha, ha. Blues news. And my fire water keeps me warm at night. I went, God damn. I sent him back a reply. That's all I could say in the, in the reply was, God damn. Is heap em a common Native American <laughs> term? God. <laughs> We can never heard that. that. Be, I have that no idea what that word means. That might be one of the things I've ever heard you say. <laughs> this, is, this is the second time he's emailed yeah. us, Blue, so you've heard this twice in a row. Hey, you're <laughs> like, a fan. You need to talk, you to, need to, him. talk to him. Stop Stop telling him to be a stereotype. He needs to be better. Don't be uh, Don't be me. Be better than me. That's what I tell all my fans. Because I got an email, too. I got an email from uh from Becky in uh, Boston, and she she said, hey. Did she need that jungle love? She wanted some of that jungle love, and I said, that's what you get from me. Oh, she wants that jungle love. Yeah, she's been bad. Yeah, she's been bad. Uh, but I t- but I told Becky, hey Becky, listen to this week's Dot Comedy podcast. And if you come down from Boston to Union Jackson Bethesda or to Zebra Bar, please stop by the booth and say hello to DJ Marcus. He's a little lonely back there, and he just wants a love and a hug from all his fans. All right, folks, we're gonna get into what you came here to hear. And I, came I use here the DJ play. booth to deprive him of hugs during the shows. Yeah. So. Joey sits there and uh, blocks the DJ booth, <laughs> making sure that none of the ladies get to me, and they all stop at him and his wide shoulders. Oh, folks, but we're into that world famous, the one y'all, the one of those other ones, the segment known as Blues News. Man, blue. What do we got going on in the world of blues news this week? Well, firstly, Joey actually trampled on one of my stories. 
can't. Excuse me. Uh, lossage blue. I gave you that story. Yeah, no, you did, I'm but y- trampling on a narrative here, jerkwad. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blue wrote us a novel, and <laughs> yes. he's very sensitive about that. Okay, so uh, the there was a, a shooting at a Waffle House in Biloxi, Mississippi, this weekend. Okay. Of course, that's where that would happen. Of course, uh, <laughs> uh, this was because we need books, not gu- more, more books, not guns in uh, Biloxi. This Biloxi. was because uh, one of the Waffle House employees went to one of their customers and asked them to put, kindly asked them to put their cigarette out. I thought and his response House. was to shoot this poor waitress in the head. So he shot her in the head. Yes. I or thought Waffle House was like the just only for place asking him to put out smoke. his cigarette. But I thought it was uh, any Waffle House you could smoke inside. I was like, no, you can't no. smoke at a Waffle House, Joey. I've done it. Like, it's a thing. <laughs> well, you, you you might not be able to smoke at a Waffle House in Biloxi. Now, if you've Apparently done it now, now you can't. Damn sure can't now because they're just shooting people in the face. Well, he, I guess he, I'm sure he finished his waffle. <laughs> he shot her and then ate the rest of his waffle? I mean, he got caught, so I don't think he shot her and walked out. <laughs> I don't think it's the kind of thing you kill someone over and leave like you... You just decided I'm not going to deal with you anymore, and I'm going to enjoy my moment. Yeah, that's and how it works. A waffle and a smoke. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. But what else is going on in blues news? Uh, a woman allegedly dials 911 to al- to lure police away from her location so she can drive home drunk. <laughs> Wait, what? So what she did, I, I, can, I can break this down because I've seen this in a few movies. Run that back. So what she did was she called the police and said there was a huge emergency in the opposite direction of where she is. Or where she was going. Where she was going so that she could drive home drunk so that no police would pull her over. Yeah. It's the equivalent of getting... Um, I'm assuming she got caught. It's, it's the equivalent of going hootie who. Yeah, pretty much. No, it's it's here's what it's equivalent. It's equivalent of when you get pulled over by the cops and the cop comes Look over back there. Comes, yeah, the cop comes back to your car and throws your license at you and says, "I have a bigger emergency to go deal with. You get home safe now." Yeah. And you know you're high as a kite, and your friends are all high, and you're sitting there and you're wondering why didn't you didn't you all go to jail that night? This is not DJ Marcus's personal life, but I will say <laughs> that that night. DJ Marcus may never have come to fruition if he had gone to jail for being as drunk as he was and as high as his friends were. Blue? Yes. Joey, have you ever been in a situation like that? I just want to say recreate responsible folks. <laughs> but get, get drunk near your house so you can walk home. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done that. Yeah, because you live in Bethesda, Blue. You you yeah. You can get, you, the bars are all next to your house. Yeah, I've driven to the bar. And then walked home. And walked home. Yeah. Wow. Was that Union Jackson Bethesda? That was actually Union Jackson <laughs> Bethesda. <laughs> so, folks, come on out on Wednesday nights, and you may see. You also blues. walked home stoned from a show. <laughs> yes. No. I. Yeah, I did. I did walk home that night. But you might see Blue drunk or high at a Union Jack show in Bethesda on Wednesday no, that night. W- that wasn't on a Wednesday night. That was a Saturday night. So. Mm, Jesus Christ, Blue. I applaud the creativity. <laughs> Classic misdirect. Oh, of course. It's like, hey, over here. Good job, <laughs> I'm over lady. there. Good job, lady. What's next on Blue's News? So, uh, Baloo High School in Southeast They DC. named a high school after you? No, Baloo. Oh. Baloo High School in, in DC. They named a high school after the bear in Jungle Book? Possibly. 
Uh, what have they done now? Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. This Forget is one of the about proposals. your worries and your strife. This is one of the proposals. Uh, the honor the late uh, mayor for life. Mary and Barry. Barry. Yes. To I mean the bare necessities. <laughs> <laughs> to what? rename the high school in Southeast D.C., Baloo High School, Marion Barry High School. So it'll be Marion Barry High? Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> 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 it's a horrible pun. Yeah. They need to stop doing that, D.C. Was looking at me like he didn't get the pun. No, I did get the pun. <laughs> I did Barry get the pun. Barry I was just like, wait, it didn't make I sense. Mean, if it was a middle school, <laughs> it would be totally okay, but <laughs> it just can't be a high school. Uh, yes, Blue High will now be known for henceforth and forevermore as Marion Barry High. I like that bear better than I like that, that mayor. That mayor. <laughs> you like that bear than you like that mayor. <laughs> oh, that man. Bear and so that mayor. So, so Baloo High School is thinking of changing their name to Marion Barry High in honor of the late it's, great. It's not the, it's not the school that's doing this. The it district is doing it. it. Was, it's the district is considering. This is one of the things that that the district is considering and and ways to honor Marion Barry. Why? Why we consider ways to do that? I don't know. That's the thing. That was actually that? my. That was actually See? my question. That's the problem. The problem with that is you all never lived in the district. Marion Barry is a is a cultural phenomenon in the district. Who evaded taxes and should have been in jail. See, that's the problem. You've never lived in the district. He is he is like let's see, what what do white people have? Um, who's famous that's white? So living in the district makes it okay for everyone him else? To yes, everyone else. Cocaine. So it's like everyone else getting getting a uh getting evading taxes and then not going to jail for it. Everyone still doesn't care that he did it. You know why? Because he did a lot of good in D.C. I lived in D.C. during the Barry era, the f- the second term. Okay. Not the first one in the 70s. I was there in the, in the 90s when he was reelected. After, after he got yeah, home was, from the crack. Thing. Yeah, I was going to say after he got after home crack. from the crack. After, got so after from crack, crack, I was there in D.C. And Marion Barry was a was it, is, 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 is a great guy as far as political leaders in the district that is so corrupt and so so beat down by the government that he fought against them. So we want to we want to make sure we keep honoring him because he was a great leader for the city. That's why I believe they should name every street in DC Barry Street. And it'd be just different variations of the word Barry. So it'd be B E R R Y B E R R I Pink Berry, Green Pink Berry, Berry. Every street the would be whole, Berry Street. It'd be, fr- it'd be frozen yogurt. It'd entire. be frozen yogurt by the time you get fro- to the White House. <laughs> um, and so what's next on Blues News? So we're all, I, 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 could, I think it's safe to say that we're all 90s kids here. You can say that. Okay. They're doing a, a Hey Arnold movie is in the works. Live action Hey Arnold movie? Uh... I think they did a they did uh, a cartoon Hey Arnold. I don't movie. know who that is. You never seen Hey Arnold? You've never seen nope. Hey Arnold? Oh man, that's a great show. Arnold's head was shaped like a football. It does. The, this article that I that I found does not actually say if it's going to be live action or not. If they find somebody's head shaped like a football, it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. No matter what you do with that, it's going to be hilarious. You need to watch Hey Arnold on Netflix, Joey, so you can be part of the conversation. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'll chill. 
You chill with that? Okay. Oh, man. But, folks, thank you, Blue, for this week's Blues News. We're going to head out of here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Joey, you got any last words for the people this week? Comedy of the year. Comedy comedian. No. And that's enough of Joey for this week on the Dot Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Blue, you got any words for the people on the Dot Comedy Podcast before yes. we head out this week? What's yes. up? Yes, Comedian of the Year competition. Yes, the Comedian of the Year competition going Wednesday on. Wednesday night at Union Jacks. Thursday night at Ziva Bar. Come out. Lots of laughs. It is a stacked and packed show. Oh, yes, sir. It is going to be a great show. I am happy to be a part of the Dot Comedy family once again. Thankful for everything we've Stacked and packed. Uh, Joey, Joey, take a nap. It's easier that way. Go ahead, take a nap. It'll be fun. It'll be fine. All right, folks, we're going to head out of here this week on the Diet Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, for Joey LaFaro, Intern Blue. What's going on? Intern Blue. Peace out, everybody. Joey LaFaro, Jesse Rivas, uh, BJ Butler, and Miss Candace August. We here in the Diet Comedy family want to thank you for all your support and your hard work this past year. And we hope to see you out at Union Jackson Bethesda and also at Zeba Bar on Thursday nights. And we'll see you next time on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Dot Comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics, showcases, and the infamous roast battles. Featuring some of the DMV's funniest comments. Visit us on the web at dotcomedy.us. Meet the crew, check out showtimes and locations, or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. Dot Comedy, www.dotcomedy.us.